Aware of my tendency to be frightful, I breathe in. Aware of all beings' tendency to be frightful, I breathe out. Aware of my feelings of despondency, I breathe in. Aware of all beings' feelings of despondency, I breathe out. May I demonstrate courage even when not called upon. May I see my common humanity in others who induce harm. May I be the example of living in right action. May my warrior's heart be wise and disciplined in all matters. So this has been um, my practice over the past six, eight weeks as things have escalated in the United States and abroad. And I want to share a little bit about what this means. So this is not a meditation, this is not a mantra, and this is not a prayer that there really is a time for action and personal responsibility for what I contribute, how I create harm by my actions and non-actions, by my words and not vocalizing. And there's also, this is also a practice to make sure that I don't separate myself from folks I don't really care for, in all honesty. Um, That there's a common humanity that needs to be seen. That I am just like my brother, not just the brother and the sister that I see that is suffering, quote, the victim. But also I need to see myself in the oppressor because I have those same tendencies within myself. And that's where I think that as a society or as um, conscious people, that there's the tendency to say, I am not that. I am not the oppressor. I am not the terrorist. I am not what I see in Donald Trump. I am not what I see in the... um, Police. I am not what I see in the terrorist. When really there is, uh, it was one of my teachers described it to me, that there's kind of two ways of enlightenment. And, and one is, uh, in enlightenment I use that very, uh, not in a uh, must achieve enlightenment type of way, not in a hokey type of way, but in just in being open and receptive and responsible in life. But that the two ways is that for everything I see, everything, every judgment I make, everything that disturbs me, everything that brings me joy, I can say, I am that. I am that. So when I see a bombing or attack, I am that. When I see police brutality, I can say, I am that. When I see um, folks giving love, to others and a helping hand, I can say, I am that. It's not a pick or choose. It's an inclusion that our wholeness are both these things that we consider dark and light. And on the other side, which is the side that I I don't use, um, is that you can say, I am not that. Meaning when you see joy, love, and beauty, you can say, I am not that. When you see the um, brutality, when you see terror, 
when you experience political positions that are harming, then you can say, I am not that. But if you say, I am not that, you have to say, I am not that to all of the beauty and the love and the friendship and the goodness that you see in the world too. So that's why I prefer to say, I am that for myself, for everything. Um, and helps reduce over time a lot of vehemency of my particular feelings and thoughts about things. So I digressed a little bit, but going back to this practice, this is a uh, little deviation from a Buddhist practice called um, Tonglen, but it's a it, this is a deviation from that because. In the beginning, it's here, it says, aware of my tendency to be frightful, I breathe in. Aware of all beings' tendency to be frightful, I breathe out. So this is not breathing in peace and breathing out, you know, violence. This is breathing in and out my fear and being aware of everyone's fear including the one that is the oppressor because that individual, that those groups are fearful too. Aware of my feelings of despondency, I breathe in. Aware of all beings' feelings of despondency, I breathe out. Not trying to put a positive stamp over despondency, not trying to shift away from it, but allowing it to be experienced that not only am I feeling despondent, but all those around me, both the, um, quote, victim and the one that induced harm, is also feeling despondent as well. May I demonstrate courage, even when not called upon. And I see a lot of folks saying, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? So what I've learned in, in my life and in working with people is that courage is not something that you muster up. Courage comes from your ability to have an open heart. So may I demonstrate courage. May I demonstrate that open heart even when not called upon and not turn a blind eye. May I see my common humanity and others who induce harm. So being able to listen and see and sit with everyone, not just those who are on your particular side, so to speak. May I be the example of living in right action. So right action is taking the appropriate action given the situation at hand. And may my warrior's heart be wise and disciplined in all matters. That would both of these last two lines that um, discipline is not just something you do but something you restrain from so where do you where do I where do you need to restrain from posting something or responding to someone on Facebook or at live or an email or whatnot where do you need to restrain from where is silence better than saying something? And then where is silence doing harm? Not harm to your ego, but harm to your um, fellow sister and brother, 
where silence going along with the oppressor instead of standing um, for your own warrior's heart. And in most warrior traditions, the warrior learns how to love before the warrior learns how to draw the uh, the sword. Um, And I like that history and those teachings because I've got to learn how to appropriately love before I know how to appropriately draw my sword. And the sword allows me to be wise and disciplined. Not this uh, military discipline that you think of when you think, oh, I've got to be disciplined in my exercise or this, this, this. It's not that. Um, It's being disciplined in showing up. Um, It's being wise in your actions, being able to neutralize your thoughts, feelings, emotions, sensation before responding and determining if response is even required. And then when response is required or, or when proactive action is needed, how is the most effective way for me to go and do that? So this is, um, this is taking uh, responsibility, right, for, for self, for others. Um, this is the practice I try to, I, I do have, um, certainly is not perfection, but it's, a pro, it's important to be able to know that what you don't like and see in others is within yourself. And that when you open yourself up to that, then there's an opportunity for heart, your heart to open so that you can be in relationship with your wounds and others' wounds in a more open and effective manner. One last thing that I want to say for anyone that is um, listening to this that is related to the events, not just the terror attacks and the violent attacks that have happened, but also with racism. So you can see from my picture, clearly I am a white person. Um, And I feel really deeply about um, what is it's not what's really happening. It's been, it's been there all along. Um, but I think with our recent political climate that we have seen how widespread it really is with people being able to give voice and feel safe to give voice um, to deeply held thoughts and beliefs um, about race. And for the folks, white folks listening to this, um, that it's important to address the racism in your own home and with your own friends. Because I live in the South, but I know it's not just in the South, it's in the Midwest, it's in the Northeast, it's on the West Coast, it's everywhere. Um, but you know who in your family and who of your friends um, say things and they may not act on them, um, or they may, but there's a tendency, I think, in the white culture to uh, say, oh, that's just how this person is, you know, when really you're allowing that oppression to happen systemically. And so there's a wisdom 
that comes, right, of being able to take the appropriate action of not having to change the other person, but to stand up and say that this was the comment that you, that I heard you uh, just state, and it's not okay to speak with me and to, sh- and to say those things around me. I won't tolerate um, the injustice. I won't tolerate the prejudice. I won't tolerate the, the racism. And literally either allow there to be silence or sometimes you may need to step away. That the change for these things, for all the stuff that I've been reading um, online, that some of it's a little academic, some of it's this. I mean, let's get real. This is happening with our, with our friends' attitudes, and it's happening with our, our families. And um, it's, uh, yeah, dialogue is important, but also if you are someone who wants to see um, peace within the United States for our race relations, um, to speak up and to let the other person know what is not okay with you. And if they want to have a dialogue around that, great. You know that many people will not want to have a dialogue around it. And that's all right, I guess. Just let them, um, you're just staying where you stay. You're stating where you stand in this. And it's not easy. Like I, when I've done this, I can feel like all of the blood (laughs) rushing into my arms Um, because there's our own sense of not saying anything creates a sense of belonging sometimes. Um, And it's not okay. It's not okay that we need to be willing to sacrifice our sense of uh, belonging with our own families and friends to be able to stand up for what's right. So that's a little uh, personal opinion practice on on, on the racism, race issues that are going on. And then for the ones for the violence and for the the terror, um, knowing that uh, prayer and meditation is not enough. It is not enough. And I am concerned that protests and postings and all these things are just being spoken to the wind. That your government official needs to know um, your thoughts your opinions on these things. Um, we, it's important to know your policymakers and how they are influencing what is and isn't happening in the world and to call, speak out, but in an effective way. Um, calling, emailing, writing your local, state, and national government officials that represent you so that you can see how you can get involved, but also that so your opinions about our issues domestically and internationally can be heard by the appropriate people um, and get organized in that way. So this is uh, a little message from Angela Salvatry with freedomfromchronicstress.com. Thanks for listening. Um, thanks for being concerned if you've listened all the way through this. Um, and uh, may we all show up in the ways of, that we need to, both with restraint and with action. 
And may we see our common humanity in everyone, in the evil and the good and the mundane, so that we can be open and wise and connect. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.